The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. 39 years since the birth of the internet and the promises of bright, sunny uplands of discovery and free open conversation, logging on can seem more like a futile exercise in avoiding a constant bombardment of bogus stories, erroneous opinions and conspiracy theories. So how are we supposed to negotiate this minefield and not get caught? How are we supposed to know if something is truth or if it's a conspiracy theory? Orna Young, Executive Director of Fact Check... Fact Check Northern Ireland joins me now. Orna, how are you? Not too bad, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Delighted to have you on. Listen, Orna, many of our listeners, they probably rate themselves as smart, discerning folk. But can anyone slip into a conspiracy trap and how? Oh, absolutely, Stephanie. Um, I think it's important firstly, though, to acknowledge that there is a difference between conspiracy theories or, and indeed conspiracy theorists and simply questioning. Um, you know, it, it's good that people are open to different information and questioning things. So basically what I would say is that a conspiracy theory is something that is not based in reality and is based on kind of out, what we would term outlandish plots and fictions. And basically it can happen to all of us. Um, proper conspiracy theories, what we would term in terms of the fictions, kind of often kind of take I suppose, root in in people who are fearful. Um, and so we've seen that a lot over the last few years, indeed, in terms of the pandemic, that people were trying to make sense of really complex issues, like very complicated information that we were getting every evening on the news. Um, and often, like these theories or this disinformation um, provide really kind of, I suppose, simplistic or black or white explanations for stuff that's really grey and complex. Um, often with conspiracy theories as well, Stephanie, they have kind of an emotional pull um, and what I would term indeed sticky so that people will remember them because they kind of, I suppose, feed into that fear that I was talking about a minute ago. And also identity is a big factor. So if you're somebody who doesn't really trust the government uh, or tends to be quite questioning in that way or sceptical, um, and it's how you see the world and indeed issues that matter to you in terms of maybe freedom and, you know, things that we're seeing a lot of information and indeed narrative around at the moment. Um, that, that kind of clash of emotion and identity are very, very, very tricky to navigate on the Internet and anybody can indeed be pulled in by them. Um, and we see it every day in the work we do of Fact Check and I. Has this gotten worse since since COVID and since the Ukraine and since people, as you say, have been looking to the internet in a time of sort of chaos when there when when nothing was certain, and and is that designed to be the case that w- people will prey on turbulent times when people are stressed? Well, certainly, and there's a lot of figures and individuals and groups that you know realise that these simplistic narratives will take hold and people are more likely to share them. So what I would say that there's definite giveaways or, or, you know, kind of features of this type of information that we see on the daily. Um, as I said, they simplify complex issues. There's often a lack of detail, Stephanie. So it'll be like a very kind of, you know, general or, you know, lacking in detail, as I said, very generalized language, not very specific. And they'll often cherry pick factual information. There'll obviously often be a kernel of truth in there. Uh, That's why it's so difficult. Yes. Because if someone just comes out and says something crazy, like the earth Mm -hmm. is flat, it's very easy Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, yeah, crazy, whatever. But it's when it's 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 conspiracy sort of mm-hmm. couched in fact that it's very yes. discerning to be like okay I'm with you on that and that is true I'm with you on that that is true but whoa you've really lost me there yeah absolutely and I think for, from our perspective indeed me as an individual Stephanie would say that what the most important thing you can do on the internet at the moment is stop 
uh, literally stop what you're doing, open another tab and have a quick check around what other people are saying. It. We have kind of three in the work we do, we train people in fact checking and critical thinking skills. And what we would say to people is that there's three things you need to ask yourself when you're looking at information on the internet, because mm-hmm. as I said, there, we are being bombarded on the daily. Hit us, what are the three things? Yes. So where is it from is a key thing. So if you're getting this general or, you know, a huge Twitter account, for example, or a huge TikTok account, go and see where they've got their information. A quick Google will will, will tell you a lot of what you need to know. Secondly, what's missing? So what information are they leaving out? And that Google will oftentimes reading around a topic will, 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 will provide you with that information. And thirdly, and this is the crucial and I mean, I nearly print this on the back of a fact check NI hoodie, uh, Stephanie, is how does it make you feel? If something's evoking a strong uh, response in you, it's often designed to do just that. Um, it has been designed so that it will get more shares, more clicks, more more notoriety and infamy potentially for the, the account that's sharing it. So those three things can often mitigate a lot of the harmful or what we would call bad information on the internet. People often have agendas, Stephanie, there's no doubt about that. Um, and it's, it's important to get under that uh, and stop for a minute and check what is the potential reason this person is sharing that type of information uh, and what can be the impact of that. It's kind of scary though, isn't it? Because like Mm -hmm. we're talking about these conspiracy theorists and it's all like, Mm -hmm. ooh, these are malevolent actors and it's Mm -hmm. all nefarious. But actually like there are legitimate, you know, um, companies, political parties, Mm -hmm. whatever, who oversimplify things, leave out facts, make Mm -hmm. things sort of clickbaity and sexy. And Mm -hmm. if you want to align yourself with something, you don't want to do the fact checking because you want it to be true. And I think that is, do you find that that is where like people are not doing the one, two, three that you just outlined for us because they actually don't want to be proved wrong. Well, absolutely. As it goes back to that identity comment and what I talked about in the initial uh, when I came on there, you know, that identity is very important. We will all self-select ourselves into our internet or Twitter bubbles or what have you and kind of, I suppose, uh, orientate ourselves in a way that reflects our version of the world, so to speak. But what I think is really crucial at the moment is the targeting of, I suppose, more vulnerable groups. And we saw this a lot. Um, we see this at the moment with uh, Ukraine. We see this with, uh, indeed, COVID and vaccine mis and disinformation um, and as you say it's not all often nefarious actors it's often the joe blogs on your whatsapp group that's sharing this information um and what what for me um is the nefarious aspect is that is that is who the these kind of people with agendas are actually targeting. Um, this stuff is borderless. Um, you know, we obviously operate out of the north or Northern Ireland, but we found that actually a lot of um, conspiracy theories throughout COVID particularly were um, had a life cycle. So they would come from Cork to Galway to Dublin, and then it would be, a, a, they'd focus on Belfast, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose for me, the, 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 when this is most damaging um, and w- why we do what we do, <laughs> why we haven't given up the the ghost as fact checkers is that when it's impacting health, it's impacting the choices we make, and it, ultimately it's limiting the social, political, and economic discourses that impact us all our lives most. And as you say, you're, you're and you're absolutely correct in bringing it up, Stephanie, is that there are political parties, people, public representatives, and people in positions of effective power um, that we need to hold to account when they are uh, engaging these types of uh, practices of being overgeneralized, leaving out data. And I think it's really important that. This is called out time and time again. Could you give us, are made. Could you give us some, yes, some quick tips before we let you go on protecting mm. the vulnerable, um, vulnerable uh, people in this situation? 
Yeah, I would say um, first, um, I, I always try to humanize it. So if you have someone in your life, whether it be an older person, a younger person, you know, it's awkward coming. And I can't mention the C word, Stephanie, but Christmas, when you're having those Christmas dinner conversations, have empathy. Remember that, you know, people are believing this stuff. It's often coming from a, a place of fear. Ask them where they've seen it. Um, if it's, a, a, you know, potentially they've fallen into groups on Facebook or, you know, a Twitter account, say, you know, go in and see who's actually, you know, what what is the agenda behind this and encourage them to open that other tab. If it's an older person, you know, explain to them how that works uh, and effectively say to them listen you know if it is making you this if it's making you angry um you know and often i find that there's this kind of outrage we're kind of all addicted to the cortisol at the moment yeah, of yeah. twitter and uh, and stuff and taking a step back from that um you know i say that as someone who, who works on this on the daily um and I, I think there's a much broader societal conversation that's needed around uh, the dehumanizing impact of the internet of and, and the role of the platforms have to play in that Stephanie to be quite frank thank you so much so approaching it with 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 curiosity and not sort of shaming someone but 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 trying to convince them from 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 a place of caring from them rather than judging many thanks there to Orny Young from Fact Check Northern Ireland The Anton Savage Show Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk